You didn't like my my singing, my chanting, my uh, humming. It's like technically humming. I was like, not really. Uh, hey everybody, it's uh, me, your host, Stu McAllister. It's the Elemental Podcast. It's uh, live on Monday, the thirty first of August. It's almost over, baby. Summer's almost done. We got like a week left. What is it? Labor Day is uh, what? Uh, Monday? Is that it? Labor Day is on Monday. So next Monday, Labor Day. Uh, kids are all back to school if they aren't already at school now. So go out and uh, have some fun if you can. I know here in Michigan we still can't do a whole lot. Although the governor apparently is saying, indicating that possibly uh, bowling alleys will open. Thank God for that. We need our fucking bowling alley. I've been so bored. You know, fucking bowling alley is the only thing that kept me fucking sane for so many years. Because that's, you know, bowling and then comedy. Where, where do you think all the good comedy happens? Bowling alleys. I've discussed this before. Bowling alleys. So uh, go out and enjoy. Uh, the weather should be nice. Go buy some Dippin' Dots, please. I, I work today. Other than one place, it was a pretty shitty day. So please, please buy some Dippin' Dots. Keep me fucking employed, right? Please, dear fucking God. Jamie's not here today. Um, the plan for her originally was to come back tomorrow. and uh, But apparently she's come back tonight, later. Like 10 o'clock or whatever, and I just... I was not going to wait that long to do the podcast with her then. So here we is, everybody. It's me. And there you go. The bummer is um, she wanted to do the taste test of those pickles that I got. And I can't lie, everybody. I've eaten a jar and a half of them by myself already. They're fucking good pickles. God damn it, they're good. Steve Spinola. Go check out on Twitter, Mr. Underscore McStevie. Buy some pickles from that fucking lunatic. They're good. I'm telling they're a little expensive, but they're fucking good. I can't tell you the last time I bought a jar of pickles in the grocery store. So I technically I can't tell you if if the pickles I bought were expensive or not. I bought four mason jars of pickles for 30 bucks that included the shipping and handling. So it seems a little pricey. It was what, $7.50 a jar? I'm helping out a guy, an entrepreneur, an artisan. I'm helping him out, a dude I met many years ago at a comedy festival and seemed like a good dude. And I'm doing what I can to try to help out good dudes. These fucking pickles, man. I'm giving him money and he's giving me pickles. Fucking great. But, uh,. Longtime friend of the podcast, the King of St. Louis, stopped by the house. It always uh, creeps me out when he tells me he's going to stop by the house. It creeps me out that he knows where I live. The King of St. Louis knows where I live. Uh, all in jest, everybody. The King of St. Louis is a nice guy. I've uh, been very supportive of the podcast. He likes to give me and Jamie weird things to eat. He's big on that. I'm not sure why that's his kink. 
but that that's his that's his that's his thing, everybody. So he stopped by the house and he dropped off. He found the Brock's Thanksgiving candy corn. Oh my god. I know Jamie has been on the hunt for it for a while and has been unsuccessful. So of course the King of St. Louis uh released the hounds and found some. So we're gonna try some, I guess, on uh Thursday, I think Jamie will be here on Thursday. We'll do it with her because we've talked about it so much. It doesn't feel right for me to crack open the bag and start eating them. And then he also dropped off a box of um, macaroni and cheese, which, you know, that's not necessarily unusual. But it was a Cheetos macaroni and cheese. So I'm only assuming the the yellow goodness that's supposed to be cheese that you drop in is this Cheetos flavor. And uh, I guess uh, I'll make Janie make it on Thursday. and we'll, we'll have ourselves a big bowl of flaming hot Cheeto mac and cheese to go along with our Thanksgiving dinner candy. <laughs> it's, uh, it's strange that my teeth haven't fallen out with all the weird things I've eaten. He also left a huge chunk of change scattered across my driveway. He knows that I pick up change. Jamie hates it. I pick it up. Uh, I throw it in a big old jar change that one day I will cash in and I will have uh, $800 worth of uh, money from cashing in all this change I found over the years. So uh, kudos Mucho gracias to the King of St. Louis. Uh, always appreciated. King, I don't know if you know this or not. This is a local story here in Grand Rapids, the West Michigan area, technically. Uh, several years ago when Jamie and I were doing those, uh, for those who, who haven't gone that far back, maybe you're newer to the podcast, I don't necessarily recommend that you guys go back and listen to old podcasts. Go ahead and, and do it if you want. I'm not telling you to, but uh, several years ago, Jamie and I used to do this thing, we call it Adventure Thursday, where I had off and Jamie had off, and we would just decide to go and do weird things across the state of Michigan. We, one day we went to uh, like six different ice cream parlors across the state of Michigan. We went to a fucking uh, alligator sanctuary down there in, uh, I think it's uh, Athens, Michigan. And then we uh, we went to see the, the KISS Memorial up in Cadillac, Michigan. We did a lot of weird stuff. It was a lot of fun. But uh, but then Jamie got a new job, and I got a new job. And uh, we're, we've, it's been a long time since we've done an Adventure Thursday. I, I, missed, I, missed, that, uh, I missed that thing. I just noticed going and doing something fun for the day. But one of the things that we did on our uh, uh, Adventure Thursdays was we went to a sanctuary in uh, outside of Muskegon, Michigan, Howling Timbers. And I know the King of St. Louis told me he was going there. I don't know if he did or not. He was supposed to last week. Um, and what it, it's a sanctuary for wolves. And uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, they got a lot of other weird animals, but they have some pretty wild wolves. Uh, and then they got some very tame ones that people actually had as like pets. They try to treat these wolves like dogs. 
It's very weird. So you could actually, uh, some of these wolves are so tame, you could pick them up. So I actually have a picture of me where I picked up this 80-pound wolf, I guess. You know, just like a, a big dog. And some of these wolves are, are you know, a couple hundred pounds. Like, they're big motherfuckers. So a very interesting place. Uh, I would recommend go checking out Howling Timbers. But uh, Howling Timbers was suffering like pretty much everybody else with COVID. And so they did a thing like uh, so many other uh, charities and shelters did. They did like a can drive of here in Michigan. You got the 10th cent deposit on your bottles and your cans. And so instead of uh, people holding on to them, they would take them to Howling Timbers and drop them off. And, and the lady who was in charge uh, guesstimated that she had probably about $800 worth of cans. Now, that's fucking great. I can't imagine going and checking it in. Uh, I went yesterday to Meyer to just, I just brought my beer bottles, the glass bottles, because less people are cashing in glass. Everyone's got their fucking beer cans and soda cans and whatever. So I'm like, I'll just go to the glass one. They still made me wait in fucking line. And it just took fucking forever because they're still trying to space people out and everybody's got like $800 worth of cans. It's just a fucking pain in the ass. But, uh, so I'd hate to cash them in, but apparently uh, someone ripped off their cans. King, was it you? Did you steal the cans from Howling Timbers? Atrocious. So we got here a, a Fox 17 little news report. Uh, let me make sure everything's on here. My speakers are on. Uh, it's on. And uh, hopefully nothing else pops up. Here we go, Fox 17. Tell me about Holland Timbers. And I'm Amy Kutowski. An animal sanctuary in Muskegon County out hundreds of dollars after someone stole all of their soda cans. They had been collecting them. I need to make a, uh, an announcement here. Uh... A lot of the ladies, I've met a ton of the news reporters over the years having worked at the Common Club and having to go in. You know, we've been to Fox 17 and Wood TV 8 and uh, Channel 13, been to all these news stations. So I've gotten to meet a lot of these news anchor ladies. And they all uh, are very nice. They're all very pretty. But then it's just weird if you're trying to have, like, a conversation with them. Like, I could give two shits about them being on TV, but you're just, I'm standing here next to this person for several minutes at a time or longer. And it was often on a weekly basis, I'd see these people. So I just try to have conversations with them and uh, more often than not, very awkward. So I don't know what their problem was, uh, or maybe I don't know what my problem is, but just very strange. So, uh, cause I've, I haven't met the dude, but I've met Andy Satowski uh, just, I don't know, weird at times. She probably, if she heard this, she'd be like, I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about because I don't know who this dude is. But, uh, but there you go. So continuing the story, someone ripped off cans from a fucking wolf sanctuary. Them to help keep the wolf dog sanctuary running. Fox 17's Julie Dunmire explains. Someone stole all of the pop cans that Howling Timbers has been collecting for their animal sanctuary here in Muskegon County. But I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand how they stole them. Like these are huge, like hefty garbage bags of cans. Like you, you would need like a huge pickup truck to take all of this shit. How did? How would no one hear this or see this? Like it's not something like quick in and out. It would t fifteen minutes or more probably. Anyway. That 
was coming to drop off more. I ordered these locks. I didn't know they came with Barbie doll-sized keys. Those little keys keep a big part of Brenda Pearson's life mission safe. <laughs> Brenda runs Howling Timbers out in Muskegon County, the only place for wolf dogs, which are illegal to own in our state and many others, to go to live out the rest of their lives. We were collecting pop cans, and we keep them stored in a out-of-sight area. But Brenda's trust for those who love these animals meant she... Who's going to a howling wolf uh, sanctuary to steal cans when these motherfucking wolves will come out and, and rip your throat out? They'll fucking eat your balls for a fucking dessert. Crazy. Didn't keep everything behind lock and key. And we had them stacked to the top of the building from side to side. And I went out there one day and it's like, there's only a bag left, one little bag left. Her pop cans, which people had been donating hundreds of dollars worth to help buy stuff for these guys. I got the call from one of our volunteers that was talking about the story being on Facebook. It didn't take long for those who love these majestic animals just as much as Brenda to catch on that she needed help. This Facebook post made just last night that it had reached 55,000 people and so many shares and people started showing up to put a deposit down on this place. Probably about a dozen, dozens dropping off cans. That tells Brenda one thing. It makes me feel fantastic. I know that we live in such a good area and people are so giving that the thing that means the most to her, her wolf dogs, are safe and cared for by all those who love this place too. It just almost takes something like that to make you see how good people are. Howling Timbers also tells me that they are overwhelmed by requests for people to come out here and go ahead and look at their animals. What they really need is volunteers. If you would like to help out here, we've got information for how to do that. Link with this story on our website. In Muskegon County, Julie Dunmire, Fox. Thanks, Julie Dunmire. I've never met her. Uh, so there you go, man. Some people are scumbags. It's weird. She goes, oh, yeah, people are really good. Well, someone just ripped you off, too. So then we got we got some scumbags. In this fucking area. We got scumbags shooting up my neighborhood. Motherfucking scumbag motherfuckers. For those who didn't, who don't have the Patreon. Uh, huge shooting in my neighborhood. 50 shots apparently were fired with uh, two asshole cars firing at each other. It happened on Saturday afternoon. Go, go to the Patreon. You can hear me rant about it. How I'm going to fucking buy a gun and kill some motherfuckers. It's always a good time listening to Stu fucking uh have an aneurysm but if you got any cans if you live in the west michigan area go take them to howling timbers annual uh animal annual animal sanctuary god damn i'm having a hard time uh they could use it or if you want to volunteer if you're going to want to work with these uh large animals like i said they got other stuff too they got like farm animals as well they got uh, foxes and things of that nature, too. Uh, go check it out. They got a Facebook page, apparently. Uh, probably got a website as well. Howling Timbers Animal Sanctuary. It's a good place. It was a lot of fun. It smells. <laughs> it's definitely got that zoo smell to it. When I was uh, delivering dots today, it's not quite the same. I went to... Uh, one of these uh, campgrounds that, you know, they're they're one of the big popular places where we sell dots in the summer. And this one, I had never been to this one before, but they close like the office and you got to go to the window to get dots. But I got to go in to check the freezers and I go in and the first thing I see is what? Oh, my God. 
A nice little fucking uh, Boston Terrier dog. I love those dogs so much. This little guy, he was pretty big and he was a little chubby. And he was a super friendly, didn't bark at me once. He was like, oh my God, there's a guy in the house here that's pretty sweet. So he came over and he let me pet him. And then he ran back into the house and he came back out with a fucking chew uh, toy that he had. It was just super nice to see this dog. I really like dogs. I would take Sadie Dog with me uh, in, in the van all day if I could. I just don't think they would like me to do that all day. But uh, it was pretty nice. I actually wanted to get a Boston Terrier when I was looking uh, for dogs originally before I even got Wean Dog. I was looking at uh, trying to get a Boston Terrier. And they get, there's like a Boston Terrier rescue site. And um, God damn, I'm not going to lie, everybody. Fuck me. Uh, these crazy motherfuckers, these animal lovers want you to jump through so many fucking hoops to adopt this dog like you got to go through so many interviews they got to come check out your house you got to have all of these fucking um oh god i want to say testimony that's not right my my day has been long everybody my my brain isn't working fucking um people who will vouch for you what's the right word get at me i'm i'm in the beginning stages of dementia so you got to have all of that stuff. I'm like, I just want to adopt a dog. I would like to adopt one of your dogs. Fuck, when I got Sadie Dog, <laughs> they, uh, Sadie Dog was at a foster home. So I was like, yes, I'm interested in Sadie. They had two Sadies at the time. And they're like, which Sadie do you want? And I was like, I want the old lazy dog. And they're like, all right, that Sadie's at a foster home. You got to go to the foster house. So we go... I called the lady. I said, yeah, I'd like to come out and see Sadie. And we set up a time and Jamie and I go out. We take wean dog and we find this old farmhouse. The lady's fostering like eight dogs or something crazy. So we go in, we see Sadie dog. She's a little hesitant at first, but she seems okay with wean dog. Wean dog's okay with her. And we're like, oh God, we think this is the dog. And the lady's like, oh, that's great. Uh, take her. You got to go to the shelter. And uh, you got to fill out some paperwork. I'm like, okay. And so then we go to the, it was the Muskegon Humane Society. We go to the Muskegon Humane Society. We're like, yeah, we want this dog. And they're like, uh, all right, fill out this sheet of paper. And then she's yours. <laughs> that was, that was fucking it, everybody. That was it. I didn't need anything from anybody. No, no one came out and checked out the house. I think they were just grateful to get rid of this fucking dog. They were like, oh my God, one less dog that we got to worry about. One less dog we got to feed. Please take her. They even waived the uh, the fee. I didn't I would, didn't even have to pay a fucking thing for her. I think they said it was because she was a senior dog. She was, uh, I think she was 10 when we adopted her. And they're like, just get this old bag of bones out of this building, please. So I still gave him some money, though. I was like, fuck, take, take something, man. She's a nice old dog. I got I to gotta feel like I paid for her. She's not a charity case dog. <laughs> so just weird to me how some of these places, they like. Uh, I looked at a pug for a while, too. I wanted this weird, like, three-legged pug. And they were the, she was at the Allegan County Humane Society. They kept giving me the runaround of her. It's fucking off. I'm just, I just want a dog. 
I want a dog. Why the fuck are you being so crazy? Like, I want this old dog. <laughs> People don't want old dogs. They want puppies and young dogs. I, I can't lie, everybody. From now until the day I die, which is in like three years, um, I only want old dogs. That's it. Because an old dog knows what it wants. It wants to eat and sleep. And that's about it. And that's all I want. I want an old lazy dog that we can just hang out on the couch and go on walks. I don't, And it knows to go outside and it's not all fucking hyper normally. It doesn't bark a ton anymore. So old dogs are the best. They've had life beaten out of them. And so now they're just chill. And that's what I want. I've had the life beaten out of me. So now all I want to do is just chill with my dog on the couch. Does that make sense? Do you people understand where I'm coming from? Sometimes I feel like I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> and I'm not describing it to you people very well. I saw something weird today. Uh, when When I was going to do my deliveries... Uh, the warehouse for Divin Dots is on the north side of Grand Rapids, pretty much uh, right off of 131, right by the ballpark. So you got to get on 131 for those who aren't familiar with it. They're not from the Grand Rapids area. 131 is like the main thoroughfare that runs right through Grand Rapids, kind of divides it uh, east to west. And uh, it, it'll take you... Uh, all the way up to Cadillac and beyond, uh, up into fucking Petoskey. And, and 131, essentially, it will take you all the way down to fucking Indiana, more or less. So I'm taking it, I'm driving it, because I got to get to fucking Battle Creek. That's where I was today. I was driving in Battle Creek and some other shithole towns. And I'm driving down 131, and then I saw something very strange. I'm still in the city of Grand Rapids, but I see something weird on the highway. It's this woman. And uh, she's on the side of the road. She's on the shoulder. And uh, she's got a suitcase with her. So that's fucking weird. You're on the highway and there's this woman with a suitcase. Why the fuck are you there? There was no like abandoned car. So to me, it wasn't like she ran out of gas. Her car died. She's walking wherever with her suitcase, which in my mind, even that would be weird of... Leave your suitcase in the car, and then you can go back and get it, but whatever. But she wasn't walking on the highway. She was just standing there. And she was standing as though she was contemplating trying to cross 131. And uh, I'll let everybody know, too, if you don't know, 131, is it's a busy thoroughfare. It's a highway. There's three lanes of traffic going south and three lanes of traffic going north. And they are separated by a huge concrete wall, right? And in my brain, I'm like, where the fuck are you going, lady? Like, it's just, it's very odd. Like, you should not be thinking about crossing this road. It, it was still not maybe a little early for morning traffic. It was like 7 a.m., so a little earlier. You know, it's probably, it probably gets busier between 8 and 9 but I'm st it's fucking busy. I'm like, what the fuck is this lady doing? So in my brain, I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Do I do anything? So I'm like, all right, I will do something. So I quickly do a Google search on my phone. I know you're not supposed to do shit when you're driving, but I did. And uh, I didn't want to call 911 because it's a non-emergency. 
I didn't necessarily feel that this lady was going to kill herself, but I'm like, oh, you're in a position, lady, where you are going to kill yourself, right? If you are thinking about crossing traffic. So I find the Grand Rapids non-emergency phone number, and, I, and I'm like, all right, I, I will call it. And God fucking damn it. Um, they need to defund the police and fund the non-emergency line because it was a fucking mess. Because first thing, like, I, what happened today where you call someplace and you talk to somebody? It's all, here's a, a fucking machine and press one if you want that and two if you want this and three if you want that and four if you want this and five if you got that and six if your thumbs up your butt. And I'm like, ah, oh, fucking Christ. So I, I get it. And then I'm like, okay, um, you know, I press two for whatever the hell it was. Like, I didn't want to talk to Vice. I didn't want to talk to a detective. I didn't want to do all this weird shit. So I was like, I just want to tell someone that there's a fucking crazy lady on the highway and it looks like she's trying to cross traffic with her fucking suitcase. God knows what's in the suitcase. Probably a dead child. Check out this lady. She's a fucking lunatic, right? So I call and, and, and I'm like, I choose number two. And um, it just, it rang. It rang like 10, 11 times. I swear to God, I will kill you. I will put you in a suitcase and try to cross 131. So it just rang and rang. It didn't even fucking go to a voicemail. I'm like, how, what do they think's going to happen? Like, I'm just going to let this fucking ring? I'm going to let it ring for 50 fucking times? I'm going to let it ring for minutes? I was like, nope. So then that's it. I, I did my duty. <laughs> I tried. I don't know if this woman lived or survived to see another day. Uh, maybe she's dead. I don't know. I didn't read anything about a, a crazy accident, but it was just very strange of this woman on 131 with a, a big suitcase looking like she wants to cross it. Like she's looking at traffic to gauge now, you know, like a, like a lunatic who's not going to cross at the crosswalk. They're just going to fucking jaywalk and they're looking, playing that weird game of Frogger, you know, from Seinfeld or whatever. I'm just like, okay, if I just space this out correctly, I'm going to get across. I'm like, nope, you're going to die, bitch. You're going to die. You're going to die, motherfucker. So it just, uh, I had never had to um, call the uh, non-emergency number before. I've never felt like I ever had to deal with anything like that. So just very, it was just weird. I didn't know what to do. I felt like something should be done that this lady might be distressed in some capacity have any of you guys ever called the cops before where um it wasn't like oh my god someone's breaking into my house but it was like yeah there's something weird here you might want to check it out you know maybe i don't know uh well that's weird uh i uh for whatever reason i checked out uh Someone was talking about height today. And um, I, I was like, well, what's, uh, what, what's the average height of American? Uh, what's the average height for dudes? And I, God knows why I did that. I think I was just trying to figure out, because it had something to do with, oh, yeah, I remember I was listening to a radio interview with this guy, Magnus von Magnuson or some shit. I don't know. He's a fucking 
not a bodybuilder, but a power lifter. You know, he's the strongest man of the world, like eight years in a row. He lived in he lives in Iceland, you know, whatever. And they were talking about him being in cars and planes and shit like that, and just like how it can be very awkward for him. And uh, I'm like, well, yeah, it's it's awkward for me, and I'm not even like a fucking power lifter. I'm not any of that shit. So I'm like, well, what is the average? height for an American and I don't know if you guys know or not uh, I would have guessed like 510 that would have been my guess uh, if you would guess something similar you'd have been close apparently the average height is 59 and um, I am I am not that I am uh, much taller I am six foot five I'm a fucking uh, giant apparently. And uh, so then I was trying to figure out, like, where am I, like, percentage-wise in, um, you know, what is six foot five percentage-wise? Like, am I in the top 10% of males? 5%? So I was trying to find something. So here, I think this is it. No, 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 no. Nope, that's not it. God damn it. I wasn't able to find anything. I apologize, everybody. I thought I had something, and I did not. Well, I mean, I'll have to search it later. I don't want to waste the time, though. I thought I had it, and I didn't have it. So it was just kind of weird, right? Six foot five, right? I, I'm, I'm usually the tallest person in the room. More often than not, I'll enter a room, and I will be the tallest guy. And it's always kind of weird being the tallest person like i usually don't think about it because it just it is what it is but sometimes you get a lot of stares from people particularly when i go back home to buffalo uh people in buffalo are much much shorter than they are in here in west michigan i don't i don't know why they just are so it's weird when i go home a lot of people stare the kids do but kids stare at fucking whatever i'll just kick the kid in the balls if they stare too much so just kind of weird i'd like to give a shout out shout out to, uh, we got a new listener to the podcast. Uh, for whatever reason, they go by the name Pirate. It's a weird fucking name. So shout out to Pirate. Thanks for listening to the Elemental Podcast. If any of you guys would like a uh, Elemental Podcast sticker, get at me and I will send you one. Probably won't give you the shout out like Pirate. What a weird fucking name, Pirate. Right? Do you think Pirate just sits around and goes, Arr! and he looks for booty all day long? Probably. We got a lot of fucking... Um, update! Update! We got a lot of updates, everybody. First, uh, I want to talk again one more time about, about Bella Thorne. For those who haven't been following along, haven't paid into the uh, Patreon... Bella Thorne is some actress chick who hopped on more or less a porno site called OnlyFans. It's like Patreon. But it's all, essentially, it's like you're going to see skin if you're on OnlyFans. And uh, apparently, uh, people are calling for her to apologize to sex workers who are on OnlyFans. And I will tell you this, fuck them. Bella Thorne. As much as I don't like what she did, she made $2 million in one week from getting on OnlyFans. She doesn't owe these other fucking uh, people on OnlyFans a goddamn dime. She doesn't owe them an apology. 
If anyone jumps on OnlyFans, if any celebrity jumps on OnlyFans and makes fucking money from it, uh, first of all, it's weird to me, but I'm like, they don't know anyone any, anything. So those sex workers who are on it and are struggling, fuck you, get better. Become famous in some capacity uh, so that other people like you. It's the same thing with like a podcast, right? Who's got like the most listened to podcasts? People who are already famous. Sorry, everybody. It isn't like Joe Rogan had to start over from square one. He was already famous from news radio, Fear Factor, The Man Show, his stand-up comedy, right? Joe Rogan had a ton of things going for him before he started getting one of the most popular podcasts out there. Same with Mark Maron. Mark Maron, very famous comedian. Uh, he had his own uh, liberal radio show, been doing stuff forever. Now he's got a really popular podcast. Do, the, do us fucking... Uh, people like podcasters like me, do I bitch now that fucking all of these people are starting their podcast because of COVID and now they, they can't fucking hit the road or they're not on television or whatever else. So they just start, started uh, doing podcasts. I mean, I can fucking bitch about it, but it's dumb as shit. So fuck those sex workers. Bella Thorne, don't apologize to them. They can eat ass, which I'm sure they probably do on their OnlyFan page. So if you're into that, go check it out. Speaking of eating ass. Speaking of eating ass. Do -do 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 update. Do -do 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 update. Uh, Ron Jeremy. Talked about him when it came out. He had been accused of uh, some sex crimes. Old school porno store, uh, star. <laughs> Store old school porno store. I'm sure he's walked into one or two of those in his days. Uh, he has been charged with 20, 20, two, zero. Uh, almost uh, legal enough to drink 20 additional counts of sexual assault. Holy, the uh, former adult film store was previously charged with eight a sexual assault uh, of sexual assault involving four women. He's pled not guilty to these sex crimes back in June, but now he's got 20 more. People are crawling out of the woodwork to fucking call this filthy piece of shit a filthy piece of shit. Uh, ages of the alleged victims range from 15 to 54. 15, Jeremy, you fucking scumbag. Um, the most recent incident allegedly occurred on January 1st of this year. Uh, when he sexually assaulted a 21-year-old woman outside of business in Hollywood. Six other alleged sexual assaults happened inside a West Hollywood bar frequented by the defendant, according to prosecutors, and another in the bar's parking lot. Uh, he's saying, I'm, I'm innocent, bitches. I can't wait to prove my innocence in court. Thank you to everyone for all the support. And I got to go. I don't think so, Jeremy. Uh, when you have this, these many people coming forward and saying you did something and uh, your whole life is built around sexual activity, um, first off, everybody, not shocked. And uh, second of all, what do you expect? I hate to say it. Here's a dude his whole life where he's been allowed to probably do whatever to fucking women and get paid for it. 
uh, a guy like that's going to get it stuck in his brain that, yeah, hey, no, this chick wants it, man. I'm a fucking famous movie star. I got a 12-inch hog. Chicks dig this shit. Not saying it's right. I hope he gets convicted. I hope he gets charged, uh, prosecuted, and convicted because uh, he's a scumbag. I don't care. Any celebrity who does shitbag things deserves their day in court, and then they deserve their time behind bars where they can get AIDS. <laughs> right? Have you seen um, a picture of Ron Jeremy? He is a gross human being, but he reminds me, God damn it, uh, Salvador Dali, I think, is the artist that I'm thinking of. He's got like a weird, goofy mustache and facial hair. He's just very strange looking. But now, I mean, now that he's just so old, he's just bloated from a, living a horrible life. He's got long, straggly hair. He's just gross. It's gross. Uh, let me see. What was this one? Update! Update! I recently talked about my main man, Jim Gaffigan. I was the hugest fan of Jim Gaffigan many years ago. I was actually on his webpage as his biggest fan. How about that? That's my claim to fame. I was Jim Gaffigan's biggest fan. I haven't really listened to Jim in forever, though. Jim... Uh, while very successful, I find him to be relatively bland. Uh, it's the same kind of shtick and, um, I get that people like it. I get it. I get it. It's just, it's not for me so much anymore, but, uh, Jim, uh, like I think we talked about last week. Can't, I think it was on the freebie. He went nuts on Twitter and, uh, he fucking destroyed Donald Trump. And he was like, people cannot vote for him. And uh, they're thinking that this might actually have, uh, it might persuade people. People are going to listen to Jim Gaffigan. But Gaffigan has spent some time collecting his thoughts and thinking about it. And then he goes, uh, he's got no regrets. Gaffigan says it felt liberating. He said he was tired of censoring himself for the pro-Trump crowd and believes many others hold their tongue for the same reason. It's like after Thanksgiving 2016, we all decided to let the crazy relative decide the discourse and context of every argument. It was refreshing to let four years of frustration boil over and offer some straight talk on what Trump has done to our country and our democracy. As a result, though, uh, Gavin, Gavigan has received some death threats. Uh, you know, people are like, I'm no longer a fan. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm sure Jim will miss you. All right. So good for Jim. Uh, if you're not a fan of his anymore because of what he said against Trump, whatever. I mean, that's your right. Jim ain't going to fucking miss you for one second. I saw not like an argument, but just a conversation between like open mic comics about Jim. And one was like, oh my God, thank you for saying that. And the other guy was like, oh, well, you know, Jim, uh, for uh, encouraging people to vote Democrat. You know, he's, he's at risk of losing money because it'll be taxed at a higher rate. And I just want to be like, again, I'm like one of these things. I'm like, fuck you, man. Jim Gavigan is in like the 1% of comedians. I am not concerned about Jim and his financial situation. 
Good for Jin. He works very hard. He's deserving of whatever he gets and what he's earned. But fuck, I am not worried. It's like being worried about Jeff Bezos. Oh my God, the billionaire. He's going to get taxed more. I'm so worried about him. Fuck you. Eat my balls. Eat my balls. Eat my balls. Uh, da, 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 update! Da, 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 update! A lot of updates today. I think I said that there were going to be a lot of updates, and I am not lying. This is an update uh, about the man Martin Gugino. Do you guys remember Martin Gugino? Probably not. If you do, you have a better memory than me. Because if you were to go, hey, Stu, do you know who Martin Gugino is? I'm like, I, I don't know. Is he a fucking congressman in New York? And uh, what he is, he's the guy uh, who the cop knocked over and uh, hit his head in Buffalo. And uh, so it became this huge thing for me because I was like, ah, fuck, this is, this is home. And this old man, he got knocked over, cracked his head. He was bleeding. It was all awful. The cops just kind of fucking ignored him. It was, People thought that it was rigged, that he fucking had, like, a blood packet underneath his mask that he, like, popped so it looked like he was bleeding. Just a fucking awful thing. But uh, I guess he's finally been released from the hospital. He said, Gugino, speaking to the USA Today Network's New York State team last week in his first extended interview, was reluctant to go into detail about the incident, which sent him to the hospital for a month to recover. That's because he doesn't remember the moment he was shoved, and he has flashes of memory in the minutes before or after. He is seemingly uninterested in becoming a symbol of a trend or a movement or drawing attention to himself, which, fucking good for you, Marty. Good for you. You know, you don't need, like, you can have shit happen to you, but then you just don't want to become the fucking, that person, the martyr or whatever, or fucking people rally around your order. Like, I am just a dude who's trying to participate in something without fucks being fucks. Because I saw, I saw a very um, unfortunate, I don't know, two-minute clip on Twitter. It was tweeted out from a comic that I know who, uh, was from Buffalo. I don't think he still lives there, but it was a clip from Buffalo where there was like a Black Lives rally and there were these two white dudes who were yelling at people in, in the rally in the essentially like a march. And they were yelling the N-word at him. They were like, you fucking ends. Don't you fucking come this way, you stupid ends. And they're like, oh, God damn. And I'm looking at the neighborhood I'm trying to guess where it's from. I'm thinking South Buffalo because fucking South Buffalonians are fucking full of fucking ignorance and goddamn fucking racism. But uh, apparently it was. Apparently it was North Buffalo. <laughs> Good old North Buffalo. It's probably it was, uh, what I was told it was uh, near the Y up there on fucking uh, goddamn, what is it, Elmwood? And... Uh, that's where the, the uh, turkey trot in Buffalo starts. It's a, it's a one-way race. You start at the Y, and then you end up at the convention center. But uh, north side of Buffalo, they're just chanting all the shit. And I'm not going to lie, everybody. I, I like Buffalo, 
But I'm also not going to deny the bubble's got a lot of fucking warts on it. It's got a lot of uh, shit that needs to be addressed and fixed and, and changed. And a lot of it revolves around like racism. There is a lot of weird shit in Buffalo. And I've seen a lot of it just from my uh, old classmates who still live in the west uh, western New York area. A lot of fucking grossness to me. And uh, it's very unusual seeing it. I mean, I've talked before. I grew up in Clarence you know 15 minutes outside of buffalo not terribly far away but it might as well be a million miles away because it's very white uh very middle class to upper class a lot of money started pouring into clarence pretty much after i left a lot of development stuff like that and uh, very white and a lot of rich motherfuckers who don't particularly care for minorities I was just trying to remember, in my graduating class, I graduated with like about 300 kids. I think it was like 280-something. Relatively big class, not super huge. But in my memory, I think there was only one black kid in our class, Chris Lewis. I don't think there was any others. There, there had been. There was a kid above us, Resident Webster. And there was a girl, I remember, Shanetta Jones. Good old Shanetta Jones, but her family, they moved away. Before, like, right before high school, I think. So pretty much none. One kid out of, like, 300. I don't even know where Chris is. I think he might be in the Philadelphia area. I think he went to Temple. Temple University. So just kind of bad. Just kind of bad. I feel bad for this guy. He was just protesting. Just going, I fucking, uh, you know, we, we need to address Black Lives Matter and police brutality and everything else. He kind of addressed some conspiracy. Someone thought maybe he was an undercover cop. I'm not a fucking undercover cop. If you just look at the guy, too, he's tall. He's probably like my height, and he's tall and he's gangly, and, you know, he's 75 years old and he's got pushed over. Very, very unfortunate. I'm glad he's out of the hospital. I'm glad he's feeling better. I'm glad he's moving on with his life. Moving on with his life. I'm glad he didn't die. I'm glad shit didn't occur in Buffalo. I need to go back to Buffalo at some point. Fuck, I don't know when that's going to happen. Speaking of death, everybody, uh, this is a weird thing. Uh, I saw this on more than one site. It just didn't make any sense to me. Uh, But Grand Rapids Police are um, wanting some help from from us, people in the community, uh, because they're looking for a man that's murdered. And I'm like, they're looking for his body. And I'm like going, how do you know he's dead if you don't have a body? Right off the bat, I was like, what do you mean you need help finding the body? But uh, police say that the body of a black man in his 60s was disposed of in the early morning of August 20th. So that was 11 days ago. Police asked the public's help in finding the body. Uh, The suspect's in jail, though. Police believe the body is in the area of Sparta or Alpine Township near uh, Alpine Avenue, M37. And they think it could be in the road uh, or next to the road in the ditch or in tall grass. 
While disposing of the body, the suspect was contacted by a motorist who stopped to see if he had car trouble or needed help. Hey, man, you need help? Yeah, dude, I got this body over here. Can you help me throw it in this fucking ravine? Ah, sure, man. Let me get, let me put my mask on and my gloves. I don't want to get the COVID. Uh, apparently, the, the, the good Samaritan left after the suspect said he was okay. Uh, just bad. Just weird to me that they're asking for help from the public. They know the dude's dead. It's it's going to be weird to see how this is going to turn up. So, uh, all right, everybody, that's it. I'm uh, going to end it early because uh, I got to take a dump. <laughs> I'm like that guy from the Milwaukee Bucks. I just got to take a dump right now. All of a sudden, it just kind of came on. So I'm going to encourage you guys three things. One, go listen to another episode podcast. The Elemental Podcast is your third favorite podcast. The Another Episode Podcast should be your fourth favorite podcast. Those two people over there, Matt Harper, Mandy Elaine, they talk about movies that shape their childhood. Last week, it was Back to the Future 2 with me. So go give that one a listen. And then this coming Wednesday, they do one every Wednesday. This coming Wednesday, it's going to be um, White Men Can't Jump. And they're doing that with our comedian Adam Daggy. So give that a listen if you could, please. Fun podcast. Matt Harper actually told me uh, for on the Patreon, they talked about how I found my uh, Tragically Hip CD that I have autographed. Matt said that could be worth a couple hundred dollars if I wanted to sell it. I don't. I don't want to sell it. Uh, go check out alexisarcade.org. That organization helps out kids with cancer, and uh, that's not fun at all. So uh, go help them out. They buy video games. So go check them out on Facebook and their webpage, alexisarcade.org. And then last but not least, Colby's River Retreat, named after the three-legged dog, Colby. It is a uh, cabin rental place down in Tylertown, Mississippi. Go check them out on Instagram and Facebook and their webpage as well, too. And uh, I am going to shit my pants. So uh, I will talk to you guys tomorrow for the Patreon. Maybe Jamie will be back. Hopefully she's back on Thursday for the freebie when we can do the uh, taste test stuff. See you guys. Have a good one. Yeah.